0: welcome to the Trade Mastermind podcast. This is the Trade Secrets Series. I'll be your host, Joseph Valente, and this is the number one podcast for the trade and construction industry. We are the secret to starting, scaling, and growing your trade or construction business. At The Trade Mastermind, my ethos has always been each one, teach one, reach back, pull somebody else up. Success leaves clues and the traits of the rich are what I've spent my life studying. Growing up broke gave me a first to make my life better and build wealth to look after my mother, my children and build a future of choices, time, freedom and luxury. So now I want to share those secrets and those lessons with you. The lessons I've learned from my network, my connection, my coaches, my mentors, and these individuals are extremely high net worth. Multi-millionaires and billionaires. I'm giving you the opportunity to apply for the new millionaire mastermind it's one of the most exclusive programs i've ever done and it's a 12-month program that will bring you together once a month with some of the most successful business people in the world we will meet each month in london at a very exclusive venue to learn from the very best and you get the opportunity to network to learn to be coached and be part of something special. This program is very exclusive and it's application only. The first guest mentor that I have joining us on the Millionaire Mastermind is the one and only Charlie Mullins, OBE, founder of Pimlico Plumbers. He has a net worth of over a hundred million pounds and he's gonna be there to teach you how to scale, build and exit your business. If you wish to apply to become part of the Millionaire Mastermind then please go to the description in the podcast. Everything will be in the description. This is The Trade Mastermind. We are the secret to scaling your business. Welcome to The Millionaire Mastermind. Everything is sales. The art of persuasion. You're always trying to convince the other person why they should do what you want them to do. Everything is selling. It's not just about transacting financially. Sales is not just would you like to buy my product. It's would you like to come on this. Journey with me, and that applies to everybody that you speak to. Would you like to come on this journey with me? And you, as business owners, have got to get good at selling everyone. Yeah, selling those engineers as to why they should stay late to get the job done for you. Selling those people as to why they should come in on a Saturday. Selling that business as to why they should financially incentivize you or give you rebates. Selling those suppliers on why they should increase your credit limits. These aren't, guys aren't buying your product, but without them coming on the journey with you, okay, to the top, you're going to be held back. So you're always selling, you're selling everybody. Yeah, if you've got a vision, if you've got a dream and you want to get there, you are not going to get there by yourselves. Yeah, so you've got to be thinking, am I selling this person on where we want to get to? Right, and are they going to come on the journey with me? It's every single conversation that you have, it's in every conversation Um that you have inside of work, outside of work, Okay, whether you're a manager and you're convincing your teams, whether you're convincing your partner, um, whether you're convincing an an employer to give you a pay rise, whatever it may be, we're always selling. Sales, sales, sales. And when you go from tradesman to salesman, your businesses are going to absolutely flip on their heads. Right, The success that I saw when I decided that I was going to approach sales like it was my duty, like it was my obligation, like I was absolutely obsessed with that number, was when all of a sudden I started going from a few hundred thousand pounds a year to millions and millions of pounds a year. And the difference was incredible. And it started in here. And you are the business leaders, you are the business owners in the majority, so it's got to come from you. You run a sales organisation whether you like it or not. Yeah, If you don't like selling and you want customers to take time um, to make a decision and that you feel uncomfortable about asking them to go ahead and you don't want to ask for the business and you don't focus on targets, your business will always um, stay very, very small. You won't make the money that you deserve. You won't create innovation in your company. You won't have enough finances to invest back in the business to bring in people. You've got to get good at sales, yeah? You've got to remember as well, if you don't transact with a customer, no value is exchanged, yeah? If we have a meeting, right, and you're coming to talk to me about why I should buy your timber, right, and I walk away, not buying your timber, then you haven't provided any value for me. Would you agree? Yeah? And then if I haven't given you any of my money and bought any of my timber, I haven't provided any value for you either, right? So no value has exchanged. Now I watch time and time and time again, people going to appointments and just bombing them out. They go to meetings, bombing them out. Nothing actually happens. It's like, well, have you come here to actually deliver any value to me or have you just come here to waste my time? Yeah, so you've got to see that you might think that actually, well, people want time. People don't want time. There isn't many people that want to get 20 million quotes. And if you come up against the people that want to get 20 million quotes, it's usually because you haven't done a good enough job on selling them as to why they should buy from you. Yeah, unless they've got all the time on their hands, they're retired and, you know, they've just got nothing else to do then there may be one in a thousand of those people. But most people are wanting to get multiple quotes because they haven't bought into you yet. They don't trust you yet. They don't like you yet. They don't know you yet. They haven't got enough confidence to buy from you yet. I want you to increase sales. I want you to grow revenues. If you grow revenues, so much awesome stuff can be done in your business. You can improve your branding, you can upgrade your offices, you can get better vans, you can look after your people, you can pay people more, you can offer bonuses, you can do fun stuff, you can make your offices look better and you can just improve your service to your customers. The more sales that you grow, the, the sales that you grow is going to be able to improve your business across the board. Um, number two, it's all about generating more profit. Put your hand up if you want to make some more money. Yeah. Every single person in the room. Yeah. We want to make more profit, but we've got to do that by driving sales. Now I've put out lots of content on sales and you get individuals that say, yeah, it's not just about growing revenue because I'm sure many of you have heard the term, um, turnovers vanity profit sanity yeah turnovers vanity profit sanity that's like yeah look i do a million pounds a year but i'm not making any money off the back of it is basically what that concept means but the reality is and i'm sure you'll all agree right if you don't have turnover you've got no profit Yeah. And yes, you can have an extremely high profit of a quarter of a million pound a year business, but you're only ever going to have the profit of a quarter of a million pounds. So you've got to grow the turnover and have a good profit margin is what the aim of the game is. But we've got to have revenue first. We need revenue. Yeah. Number three, I want you guys to be able to close deals. Yeah, when you learn how to close, your business and your life is going to change, right? When you can get the deal done, there are so many benefits to closing people on your dreams. I am an absolute weapon when it comes to closing people on my dreams, on my visions, on my products, on my ideas, okay? I am, I am insanely good at it. And that's how I get shit done. Yeah, because I need to close people and um, move forward, close and move forward. Who wants to spend okay, their whole life leaving things out there, open, on the table, undecided? Screw undecided. You've got to get good at getting people to make decisions. The reasons I I progress is because I close shit down. Yeah, close it down onto the next. Close it down onto the next. I don't leave things open for people to wait around and decide, you know. And you guys with small businesses, you don't have the facility to be able to um, spend forever chasing down deals. So the better that you can get at closing business in the home, closing people in the meetings, getting the sale done on the first, second, third appointment, the better it's going to be for you, right? We want speed. Speed is everything. Yeah Um, and you know when you put the techniques that I'm going to teach you on day two into practice you really are going to be able to um, move forward so much faster in these appointments. You know you close one call close, one deal close, that it's, it's a difficult skill um, to master and it will not happen on every single one. But if you can do an extra 30% out of every 10 appointments that you've got, that's a substantial increase um, that saves you the time, money, energy and effort in the follow-up um, that needs to happen. Number four, I want you to build a sales army. You need to multiply multiply. How can I make more sales? How can I grow my business? I need more of you. That's how I'm going to do it. Yeah. I need more salespeople. That's what you want to be thinking. I need more salespeople in my business. I don't need more customers. I need more salespeople. Yeah. And you guys need more salespeople. You will be held back by how many sales you can do. I am building an army, right? I am not going to war on my own every single day. And the area that I want to be building first and foremost is a sales army. People build the back end of the businesses. They focus on all of the cost operationally. But if you're not focused on driving the revenue, then it all comes down to you. We want to be in a position where, okay, with you all sat here right now, working on your businesses, okay, working on your futures, not working in your businesses, you need people back at base or out in the field selling your product. You need them out there selling your product and service. I've got six salespeople over the other side of this building on the phones all day, every day. So while I'm standing here right now, okay, these guys are out there keeping the revenue coming into the business. It's such an exciting um uh, prospect to build a sales team. But we want people every day prospecting for us, meeting new people, um, um, creating new opportunities, seeing clients, closing deals, bringing in revenue. You've got to build a sales army, okay, because you need to become indestructible. Yeah, if something happens to me, right, today, then my business will not fail, What are the factors of sales psychology, yeah? So, in psychology of selling, the most important human needs are. And you want to write these down, guys, yeah? These are the most important needs in the psychology of selling to your customer. So, number one is money. Two, security. Three, a loved one. Four, prestige. Five health. Six praise. Seven leadership. Eight is love. Nine is personal growth. Personal transformation is 10. Power is 11 and influence is 12. So in psychology of selling, the most important human needs, and your products and services aren't going to tick up every single one of these boxes. It's probably going to fit one or two, right? A loved one, um, money, security, um, a loved one, for prestige. You know, how many people buy for prestige? A lot of people buy prestige. Have you got a prestige offering to your customers? Have you got the prestige package? Can they upgrade, can they be a platinum customer? We've recently launched um, two new clubs, platinum and gold club, which is a new product that we're gonna be offering out to the market. Platinum club, right, we know, people will just buy it, and we've already sold quite a few of them, people will buy it because it's platinum club, because they're getting access to everything, because they want it for the prestige. Mark's got it, Mark's in on the platinum club. Yeah, and did you buy it because it was prestige? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what one does that tick? Uh, security. Yeah. See. <laughs> so, so people buy for prestige. Lord Sugar taught me a very good lesson. He he said, "You've got to always have two offerings of the same offer. Yeah, you've got to have the standard, and you've got to have the premium." You've got to have the standard and you've got to have the premium version of what you do. And you can do this with every single one of your businesses. What can you add in as a little extra that they can pay a little bit more for? Yeah, that's going to give them that level of prestige that they're going to want it. I want the best package. Everything I buy, I want the best package right? I didn't come from money. I, had For years and years and years, I never had money, couldn't buy the things that we wanted, didn't go on holidays, couldn't have um, you know, the, the toys that I wanted, couldn't have the trainers that I wanted, couldn't have the things that I wanted. So now it's just ingrained in me. Now I've got the money. I want the best. Give me the best one. I don't even care what it is. Is The first thing that I'll say straight away, give me the best one of these. What is the best that you have? What do you mean you've only got one range? No, I want the VIP one. I want the platinum one. I want the best one that I can possibly afford, right? And that's instilled in me now. So if I'm not buying the best version of a product, right, then I'm disappointed with the buying experience that is being created for me. Yes, yeah, so it's an important one for you guys to know. Play to your buyer's strengths. Some people are all out of value, They want the best damn value they can get, right, the most for their money. And that's another buyer right? And it's just understanding which one it is. But if you've got two packages of the same version, you're going to be able to serve both customers. And some people want to feel like they've really got a deal and they've got the best value. And that's a nice purchase experience from them. And other people want to feel like they bought the best package, regardless of how much it costs, because that's what they want to buy. So creating those two um, experiences for your customers will serve you um, uh, as time goes on. Yeah? You can have a look at the luxuries around the home, what they're wearing, how they're dressed, um, you know, what car they've got on the drive, what um, pictures they've got on the wall, what TV they've got, what sofas they've got. There's loads of little signs that you're gonna be able to pick up, right? Um, but that still doesn't um, verify it for you. But secondly, it can, be, um, it can be simply just by asking. Yeah, We have two offers of the same product. We've got the buyer's choice, so we've got the platinum version. Yeah? And they're going to tell you which, say that again. I'm going to start calling it the Platinum version. Call it the Platinum version. You know, the Platinum, we call it the Platinum Club because it's the best you can get. And and people will just buy it. Honestly, people will buy it because you put Platinum Club on it. You know, this is why you get the iPhones. Why does Apple do um, two versions of the iPhone? They'll do the standard one and they'll do the better one. I'm always wanting, give me the pro iPhone Max Plus um, upgrade Elite. Platinum, yeah, whatever it is that I can get added on, add that one. Yes, I want that one. Yeah, and then, you know, somebody will just go and buy the S or whatever it is, right? Yeah, but even B2B, you've got to find a way to use retail tactics on how you sell. Just look at what retail does how they create their offers, how they put their sales on, how they market, where they place their products in the store. Retail is the best um, uh, model to look at to understand sales psychology. It's everywhere. They're impulse buying you wherever you go, right? You walk up the aisle, there's Haribo's, there's chocolates, there's, you know, whatever discounted product that they got. It's all placed in a certain position to get you to pick it up along the journey as you go through the store. They put things in the windows specifically to get you to walk in right it's that that's what it's all about so you know think about your business in that way and how you can map some of those processes based on these needs ask questions to understand your prospect and analyze how your product or service can help them yeah? So understanding what your product will do to tick however many of these boxes. The more boxes it can tick, the more opportunity um, that you're creating for yourselves or the more possibility that you're going to be able to get a buying decision at the end of the process. Okay, so how do you apply sales psychology um, to your customers? These are 10 brain tricks to improve your sales. Now, Number one, and this is the most important, yeah, is make it about them. Make it about the customer, yeah? It's not about you, okay? It is about the customer. Granted, you've got to sell yourself and your services and your business and the product, but it's always got to be related back to why that's good for the customer, yeah? It's not um, the JV show, when I'm on a sales appointment, right? It's 20% about the business is 80% about what that's going to do for the customer. You need to take an interest in your customer. You need to show you care to your customer, yeah? Um, really important um, point to note. Don't, don't um, remember, selling isn't telling. And you could write that down. Selling isn't telling. Just talking at people in a sales appointment doesn't add any value. People think that the more information that you fire at them, the better it's gonna be. But the reality is it's the um it's the uh prospect that wants to talk about what their needs are and ensuring that you can address their needs. Yeah. But number one, make it about them. Number two, scarcity sells. Yeah? And I'd like to add into that, urgency and scarcity sells. Yeah, you can sell on a um, limited installation date. You can sell on, there's only one of these platinum packages left. You can sell on, um, uh, there's not many of these products in the country right now. Um, You know, whatever it may be, you've got to drive that scarcity and that urgency so that the customer feels like they're missing out. Yeah. You wanna create a fear of missing out for your customers. You gotta you gotta incentivize the buying decision. If you just give somebody a blanket price and say come back and decide whenever you like, yeah, it's not gonna help close the deals. Do we agree? Yeah, so you've got to be in control of that process. I like forty eight hour windows as a max you know people don't need weeks to decide they might tell you that they do but the reality is they they will come back in a week with the same questions that they really had with on that same appointment but most people don't give enough time to ask the questions yeah because the customer says they want to think about it and you go all right then see you later and then we're out yeah we're off you haven't even we haven't even asked them what they want to think about they might have a question. Yeah, but people walk out of the appointment straight away, leaving them without the question. Guess what happens when you ring back in two weeks? Oh yeah, um, Mark, by the way, what boiler make was it again? Yeah, so the same question that they had at the end of the appointment, they've now got two weeks later, we just didn't give them a chance to ask the questions. So urgency and scarcity. I don't like to hang things out there more than 48 hours. If you leave it too long, all you've got to do is when you see that customer again, is you end up going back through the process. There's no point doing an hour and a half pitch um, and then you know, somebody wants to take three months to make a decision because they're gonna forget all of the um, unique selling points that you had at the front end. So I like to incentivize. You, know, you guys will know that anyway. You've all, you're all customers of ours, so you understand how I run my businesses. Yeah, and I put urgency and scarcity on everything that we do, because I don't want you to take ages to make a decision. Yeah, I'm not getting any younger, right? Um, Neither are you guys. Yeah, so if I have to wait months and months and months for you to make a decision, is that good business for me? It's not good business for me, right? Is it good business for you? It's not good business for you. You guys have got bills to pay, right? Do we agree? Yeah, you got wages to pay, you got lifestyles to lead. If, okay, you're right girls, you've got lifestyles to lead, okay, um, you need to get deals done. And I like to offer a value exchange to customers. I think that's extremely important um, to, incentivize, um, to incentivize people to make an early decision. You've got the laughing fit fits in. okay number three get emotional remember people buy with emotion and they justify with logic write that down they buy with emotion and they justify with logic tap into that emotion yeah why what emotion is it around your customer making a buying decision You need to hire this salesperson because you're not going to be able to do all of the sales appointments yourself. Okay, you need to build a sales army. You want to grow your revenues. You know that you're spending 18 hours a day. You're tired. You know, you're knackered. You haven't got any more hours um, to be able to fit in. So hire a salesperson, okay, and spend £2,000 on the fee to hire that salesperson because that salesperson's going to make you, okay, one sale a day, which is £2,500 a day. So as soon as they make their first and second sale, you're already back in profit. So that's me selling a salesperson to you guys. Yeah, if you were to buy a salesperson from us, right? I'm telling you that you're, you're going to spend hours working on the tools in your operations, time in the evening that you haven't got. So I'm tapping into your frustration. I'm tapping into your tiredness. I'm tapping into your um, excitement to want to grow your revenues. And then I'm justifying it straight away with, you know, these guys are going to be able to say sell um, more than the fee is going to cost you. Yeah, you see what I'm doing? Yeah, so I'm tapping into your emotion. I'm agitating the emotion, both good and bad. And then I am um, justifying with the logic that, of course, you would get a salesperson if it's only £2,000 and um, they're going to bring you in £2,500 a day. It's an absolute no-brainer, right? Do we agree? Yeah? So just um, um, people buy with emotion and they justify with logic. Buy with emotion and justify with logic. Get them to see why it's the right decision. And again, this isn't a trick, yeah? This is just getting your customers to see um, what um, you can and they can't, yeah? It's, it's really important to know that some people can't see it. So you've got to explain it to them to justify their decision-making process. And when you get good at this, then you get good at servicing the needs of your customer. Remember, everything that underpins what I'm teaching you here, I talk about making money, I talk about doing millions in sales, I talk about everything, but this is all about the customer. Yeah, everything that I do is always about the customer because we only sell good product. Yeah, so um, you come from a good place when you're using all of these techniques because you want people to buy your products and services because you know it's going to help them. That's the most important part to note. Number four, show, don't tell. Your product or service is an answer to a customer's problem. Yeah, you are selling solutions to problems. Yeah, write that down, solutions to problems you got to get good at selling um, solutions to people, right? You have a problem, what can I do to help? How can I fix this for you? Yeah, what products and services do I have um, that is going to take that pain away? Number four, make FOMO, number, number, oh, number okay, number four. Number five, we'll go reaffirm your product um, with social proof, yeah? Using reviews, using testimonials. Big part of influencing a buying decision is getting customers that have had a good buying experience from you in front of um, the new potential prospect. Yeah, testimonials and reviews will do um, the indirect um, selling for you. Yeah, so as many review sites as you can use, but you want to be getting video now. You know, as much video as you guys can get. The written review sites are excellent, but they're old school. Yeah, they're fine and they work, but the more video you can get done, the better. We used to give love to shop vouchers just for leaving the review, because we found, we tried leaving a tag at the bottom of the email, we tried ringing them up and motivating them to do it. Malvina used to have to call around everybody to get them to do it, and then we just said, right, 25 pound love to shop voucher, or 10 pound love to shop voucher. Especially when we were doing boiler sales, because it's really like retail, so it's so consumer driven that you need the reviews fresh and updated, and at peak all of the time um, and it was well worth to give a 10 or 20 quid away um, to um, get people to do it and obviously if you pay people to do it they're always going to leave you a really nice review it's not a fake review it's just an incentivized review to get it to do it um, because you know not many people will just go over and proactively do it okay cool all right flip the familiar um, number seven make enemies okay number eight um, make the fear of missing out happen. You know? And number eight, the fear of missing out. So the shorter that you can make the sales window, the faster you're gonna be able to drive the operational element of your business. Um, but remember, people don't need forever to make a decision. We need to control that process and keep it um, as short as we possibly can. Even though I give my sales guys 48 hours to close a deal, um, that is the max that I will allow them to have. That is the maximum. I'm saying you will need to, if you're ringing somebody at 12 o'clock, you say, right, I'll call you back at 5 or I'll call you at 7 or I'll call you at 8. We don't want somebody to go for days and days and days um, uh, of, of, um, from the initial appointment. Because I want them still motivated, I want them still driven, I want them still excited. I want them still in that right mind frame of they are ready to buy. I don't want to have to ring in three weeks and then go back through everything again to get you to warmed up. And you really can um, um, be in control of that process. Um, That's for sure. Head over to www.trademastermind.co.uk to find out more. Or follow us on social media, at Trademastermind or at Mr Joseph. Valenti.